summoned through the dimension of sound. People explore the musical world, which they believe to be true. But there is a world, unheard by some, that is filled with stories of an unknown reality, a jazz side. Episode 7 of Tales from the Jazz Side is with pianist, composer, educator, Deviana Dausta. As some of you may recall from my last month's episode, I traveled to the Far East with the Michael Franks Band, and while I was there, I recorded a marvelous episode with bassist Kengo Nakamura. Then after finishing my tour dates in Tokyo and Osaka, Japan, I continued further south and landed in Jakarta, Indonesia. This is a very special episode for me because I'm reunited with my friend of 30 years. And I have the opportunity to share with you Debbie's intelligence and insight and vision and her incredible never give up spirit. And also to tell you about her wonderful school that now, I'm proud to say, has become my musical home away from home. I feel that this episode captures the spirit of my friendship with Devi. And the question I ask is, is there really a beginning for a friendship that has survived multiple years of separation, uh, distances of thousands of miles? And my answer to that is, when a true soulful musical journey begins with two people, there is no beginning. There's no end. It's just an eternal connection that constantly expands through love, respect, and admiration. You're forever connected. When you look at the accomplishments of an artist, one of the most revealing is the way they interact with the world. Now, some do this exclusively using their craft to reach people and inspire them. And then there are those artists that build programs where hopeful, aspiring artists find the tools they need to help them discover and develop their talents. Deviana is one of these artists. She is a builder. This pianist, vocalist, arranger, composer, professor, and music educator has sensitively elegantly, subtly, skillfully taken her immense talent, love, and compassion, and she has poured it into an exceptional and inspirational life. And in this episode, we're going to talk about her teaching, her 36 years abroad, the founding of her graduate school, the Institute Music Daya Indonesia, that was founded in 2001, her animal rescue shelter. I mean, I can go on, but I guess basically my friend Debbie is what I want to be when I grow up. You can find out more about Ms. Deviana by visiting her school's website, which is the Institute Music Daya Indonesia. The website address is www.imdi-edu.org. Uh, Or you can surf the web to see some great videos. And there's also, of course, Facebook and Twitter. Join me now in Jakarta, Indonesia on Tales from the Jazz Side with my guest and longtime friend, Deviana Daushda. All right, my guest today is pianist, composer, arranger, Deviana Daushda. And... um, Salamat pagi, Salamat pagi, Veronica. <laughs> Thank you so much. Terima uh, kasih for being my guest on Tales from the Jazz Side. Sama, <laughs> sama. Okay. Now, two weeks ago, I was in Tokyo with bassist Kengo Nakamura, and now I'm in Jakarta, Indonesia, talking with my long, long time friend, Devi. Um, now, your full name is one that after all these years, I still haven't been <laughs> able to... <laughs> Completely and honestly pronounce and 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 could you just say the the entire name? So my whole name. Yes, your okay. whole name. Okay. Chut Deviana Daucha. Okay. 
Wow. Now, is there is that um, with names? I I think as I understand, there's um, history connected to names. Yes. Yes. And your name? What's the history connected to your name? Um, the Chutnya. Actually, it's not a name. It's a title. Oh, okay. Yes. So it can be compared with Your Highness. Mm -hmm. So someone from Aceh, so which is the very northern part of Sumatra. So it's one of the Indonesian province. Mm -hmm. Someone who has the title Chut, just Chut without Chut. the Nya, okay. is for sure a member of um, of the former kingdom. Okay. And then they call it Sultana because the kingdom, it was a Muslim kingdom. That's why they don't say kingdom or kerajaan in Indonesia, but Sultana. Okay. So a Sultan is the king or was the king. Okay. And Sultana queen. Oh. And nya, that means the one who will who will uh, be come the queen or the king. Eh, no, the queen, I mean. Okay. So chutnya. So basically <laughs> I would be the crown princess. <laughs> right. <laughs> but I'm so glad that this kingdom doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> Wow, that's incredible. Now, you know, you're such a multi-talented artist. You're a recipient of many prestigious awards, both here in Indonesia and Germany and Switzerland. And you wear so many hats, okay? You know, you are a pianist, a vocalist, an arranger, a composer, a conductor, a professor, and a music educator. Mm -hmm. um, and you were born here uh, in, in Indonesia, but you studied and taught abroad. And uh, I know when I met you, I met you in Interlock in Switzerland. Now, when I met you, and I, I'm not sure if I'm clear on this, but had you just graduated then, or had you begun the, um, the beginnings of the teaching? And yes. That time, I was, yeah, I graduated my master's degree okay. uh, in classical piano performance and composition. Uh, but that was long, long time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was, I know, you spent about 36 years abroad. And, you know, what's interesting is, like, people uh, in America and around would think that there would be this big cultural gap between coming from Indonesia and then, say, for instance, living in Germany. Mm -hmm. um, but there is actually kind of somewhat of a connection, yes. uh, right? Yes. Uh, based on the history. Yes. Well, when I was one years old, we moved from Indonesia to Japan. So we lived in Japan for three years. My younger sister was born there. Mm -hmm. And my mother used to tell me that I almost could not speak any words of Indonesian. So I could <laughs> speak only Japanese and English. Wow. And we went to this kindergarten school, you know, where they spoke Japanese and English. Mm -hmm. And then we moved to Thailand. Then we lived there for eight years. Mm -hmm. And then uh, we finished our elementary school, and then we moved back to Indonesia in early 70. Okay. And I finished my high school then. So we were for five years in Jakarta, mm -hmm. and then my mom sent me to Europe to study music. Okay. So since we were children, um, we've been exposed to so many cultural and because we also have been living in so many countries and mm -hmm. and, and uh, my mother used to have this buffet party at home <laughs> yeah. with, with all these people from UNICEF and United Nations. So mm -hmm. we were very early exposed to this multicultural happenings. Mm -hmm. So for myself, it was not that difficult to go to any country and then to adapt to right, the customs, right. the culture, and uh, also the beliefs and mm -hmm, mm -hmm. everything. Yeah, yeah. Now, did you feel that there was, um, how did other people perceive you, or did you feel that there was any kind of tension um, being different in? Well, if I remember, as far as I can remember, in Thailand I was a child, so everything was fun, you know. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, you boy, know. do I wish we could go back <laughs> right? to those days. So you don't have that kind of attention. Yes. Maybe just a quarrel because you took my bicycle right, and then right. I wanted to That's use. true, that's All true. All right. <laughs> so when I went to Germany, the first thing I felt was, well, let me say there's not a tension. 
I had fun in the first month because it was completely new for me. Mm-hmm. But then when we tried to find an apartment for me, oh. and then uh, the first apartment, the landlady was standing in front of the apartment at the moment she saw me. Mm-hmm. Uh, she just said, okay, we don't take any foreigner. And I was shocked at that wow. time. Wow, okay. And you were how old again? At that time, I was uh, almost 18. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. Mm, that was late September, yeah. I remember, 74. So just finished my high school. And I was, you know, with open mind <laughs> and, yeah. Yes. <laughs> and then here I saw a German lady and I thought, what a barbaric person. Yeah, right. <laughs> I right. was shocked. Right, right, yeah. That never happened in my life before. Somebody yeah. said, I don't take foreigner. So mm. for me, it was such a foreign word, yes. foreign. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, uh, yeah, I was sad. And I went back to the apartment of a friend of mine mm-hmm. where I stayed for for almost one month mm-hmm. before I moved. So it was in Frankfurt. Okay. Then I moved to Karlsruhe because my cousin studied there. Okay. I stayed there for three months and learned language. And then I went to Freiburg. Okay. I went to the German college preparation for a German university okay. before I attended the uh, music academy. Okay. So the second, the second shock. Uh-huh. <laughs> 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 was uh, when um, I went to the supermarket. Okay. And, of course, because my mother thought that um, I should have sufficient funds. <laughs> I had a lot of money in my pocket, mm-hmm. I mean cash. Mm-hmm. At that time, maybe around 6,000 Deutsche wow. Mark. Wow, okay. Yeah, she was always generous. And <laughs> she, she always think that I should have enough. Yes, yeah, b- yeah. Especially now I was in a foreign country. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So I went uh, shopping because I wanted to try cooking for myself. Okay. Now, we, well, a friend of mine uh, accompanied me in Indonesia. Well, we both uh, wore parka jacket. Okay. Like the yeah. military mm-hmm. jacket. Mm-hmm. I mean, we were students. Right, right. The kind of hippie type. jeans. Of right. <laughs> it was winter. Yes. So we bought a lot of stuff. And the plastic bags was like about 10 so we carried all of them. Wow, okay. Right, because uh-huh. we wanted to uh, buy the, 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 the meal, the food, and everything for one week. Mm-hmm. Yes. The ration. Yeah, yeah. And we were about to get out of the department store, and the two detectives of the department store, they, they stopped us. Wow, okay. Yeah, they said, drop the plastic bags in German language, yes. and then we were shocked, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. What's the matter? Right, right, what are we doing? What, what have yeah. we done? Yeah, yeah. Uh, could you please show us in, in German, bitte zeigen Sie uns dann Ihr Kassenzettel. Yeah, so yeah. Show us your... The receipt, so that you've paid it, yeah. And we were looking at each other, my friend and me, what happened? <laughs> what, what have we done? You know? <laughs> it was a shock. <laughs> right. And then, of course, we had to take out everything, including this frozen you know, chicken <laughs> right, right, and right, everything. Right. <laughs> so we laid everything <laughs> on the floor, okay. and people were surrounding us and looking at us, <laughs> staring at yes. us as if we were aliens. <laughs> right. you know? The two little kids from Asia, you <laughs> right. know, maybe they have stolen something. Right, 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 right. Immediately, I felt that, why are they pointing us as if we were thieves? Right. So we took it out, and of course, we um, we paid at around 300-something Deutsche Mark, and at that time, I mean, they were astonished because they think two young kids could have so much money, right. you know? Right, right. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. and it took us some time to find that receipt because it was very long. Right. <laughs> right. Very long, and right. we folded it. Yes, And yes. finally, we found it in... After three minutes, maybe. Yeah, yeah. And they were staring at us, you know, looking <laughs> at us like, <laughs> we, we caught you, we're right, going right. to put you in jail. <laughs> right. They were so happy. Yes. Because maybe they would get bonus. Right. right, yeah. And finally, I pulled it out, and I was so angry when I got my receipt. Uh-huh. You know, my dignity. Right. <laughs> How could you do this to me? You're right, right. Yeah. I come from a good family. Not yes, from, yeah. Right? That's what I... Pull out the 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 the, the receipt uh-huh. and I unfolded yes, and yes. it was very long. Yes. And then then I pointed at them and showed them here. Yes, yes. Gucken Sie mal here. Yeah. <laughs> and they were sh- 
they were surprised. Wow. And they didn't say anything. They ran away. Yeah, yeah. I think they were ashamed. Yeah, you know? because, you know, they assumed something about you. Yeah. That wasn't necessarily true. Yeah, I could have, I could tell you a lot of stories about that. Oh, this one, this is one very funny. When I was playing piano in Interlaken. Yes, that before was when I met we met you. you. Okay, it's right before you met me. This okay. was the third, but this was very funny. And then he said, there were guests. After they drank their tea, they came up to me at the piano and they said, oh, miss, um, how did you come here to Europe? Uh -huh. I said, how? Well, with airplane. I said. <laughs> <laughs> and they were laughing. Right. And I said, that was a good one. Yes. So they immediately noticed that I was not that quite stupid. And, right, and right. They, mm. they immediately noticed that I'm a fairly intelligent person. Right. <laughs> and then uh, another customer came in and asked, oh, you are so beautiful the way you dressed up. That was in Zurich. Okay. So I moved yes. to Zurich in a hotel international. Yes. So okay. I thought elegant people, right, intellectuals. Exactly. Mm -hmm, yes. This couple came up to me. Oh, uh -huh. uh, have you ever no? put this on yourself and in Indonesia? Oh, because oh, it's so beautiful. Ah. I had that time uh, Armani suit. Yes, yeah? yes, yes. Uh, no, I said. Usually, do you know Josephine Becker? I asked them. Right? Yes. So you know that banana rocks and then the coconut, <laughs> <laughs> you know. Right, bra, for bra, coconut yeah, for bras, right. coconut bra. Yeah, coconut bra. Or you know Car Carmen Miranda? Right. And then there's banana also yeah, on yes. top of my head. Yes. So I used to wear that in my country. That's what I said. Really? Oh, no, you didn't. <laughs> no, I did. And and I, I, I could see that they were so embarrassed and that. Yes. Because <laughs> to them they were so so sh so. How can I say? Very surprised that I knew Carmen Miranda and Josephine Baker. Right, and to be able to have that uh, humorous analogy exactly. about what what is perceived by someone exactly. who's not familiar with the culture. You and know? then the last one <laughs> I want to tell you, that, but that was long long time ago, right? I was very young, okay. twenty five. Yes. Then this is the last one. How could you play so well piano? Where uh -huh. did you learn that? Yes. Did, did I have a piano in Indonesia? <laughs> right? You know, all that, that silly question. They never traveled abroad, that's why. <laughs> and I laughed first, you know. I stopped playing in a five-star hotel, yes. can you imagine? And they were very elegant. Yes. European. Yeah, yeah. And that's why I said, oh, piano? No, we didn't have piano in Indonesia <laughs> with my bright smile. Uh, you remember that time, the World War Two? I said, so the Japanese, the Japanese were occupying us. Remember after the Dutch, yeah. if you know the history. Yeah, yeah. Oh yes, yes. They say, yeah. At that time, you know, there was this war plane, the yes. jet. Yes, yes. A big one, or we called it in Indonesia Hercules. Yes, okay. type yeah. with the propeller. Right, 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 right. Yes. So they dropped one piano on the rice field. <laughs> <laughs> They dropped a grand piano, <laughs> a rice field, but at that, that time Yamaha didn't exist yet, I said. So they dropped the second hand Steinway and so <laughs> by accident. Right, said, right. They wanted to transport it for the, the general somewhere. Right. And it landed in the middle of rice field. Right. And I happened to be there. And I <laughs> and I thought, what is this? I press on the white key, yeah. and then it made a sound. I said, wow. <laughs> and then I heard from the radio that this is a piano. Yes. So that's how I learned. <laughs> <laughs> what, was their, what was their response? What did they, they say? They laughed their head yes, off. Yes, okay, yeah. But uh, some are laughing, but at the same time, they were embarrassed yes. asking me that kind of question. And at the end, they, they, they apologized. They said, please, they didn't know, and uh, yeah. that's a really... They're really sorry about the questions, and then they knew that it was so stupid, they said. Right, right. I said, oh, no, don't worry. <laughs> yes. You ask me that kind of question, I give you that kind Can of answer. answer. Yeah. And so many people really don't, because they don't travel, they really don't understand. Uh, and they don't, well, I know a lot of people don't even really, in America, they don't even really know the history in America <laughs> yes, yes, yes. of their town or their state or anything like that. So now... Um, after all those wonderful, exciting years <laughs> <laughs> abroad, you returned to Indonesia in uh, 2000, and yes. you founded the Institute Music Daya Indonesia. Mm -hmm. uh, and you know, for the past two weeks, I and I've been here, uh, and I've had the benefit to 
talk and do workshops and master classes with your students, and they're so talented, and I am so inspired by their sincerity and their energy and their love of the music. Um, can you tell us a little bit about this unique school? I know you, you it's not just a school. I mean, you have a section that's also an animal shelter. So, um, you know, tell me a little bit about that. About the school, yeah. okay. Thank you for saying this is a unique school. Yes, it is. Well. Well, many people have told me that, and indeed is unique at the moment, but I hope that it will be so many schools like this yes. in the near future in Indonesia. Mm -hmm. So basically, we are the pioneer here, right? Because the curriculum is based on the European Union standard. Okay. As I have uh, designed the curriculum for the school that I ran in Germany before, it's mm -hmm. Jazz and Rock School Freiburg. Now it, it has own department, which is called... University of Music, Arts and Design, okay. and we are partner school with, with this school. Now. Okay. Which means that they can make, they, they, they can obtain the master degree here in Indonesia. Mm -hmm. It's the other way around now. Ah, <laughs> so interesting. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Normally yeah. from Indonesia, the, the students from Indonesia, when they graduate the bachelor degree, mm -hmm. they can obtain the master degree abroad. Ah. Now it's the other way oh, around, that the German bachelor student yes. can obtain master degree here in Jakarta at our school. Oh, great. Uh, why is it so? It is because I was the headmaster of the school at that time. Mm -hmm. So between 1989 to 1995. Yes. And I was the one who designed the curriculum. Mm -hmm. And then it was validated by the German federal government. And of course, I just wanted to to share my knowledge with my people. I have graduated so many students in Europe. I would like to see also Indonesian young people to, yeah. to study. Yeah, yeah. And so I returned to Indonesia. I gave up everything. I sold my stuff. Wow. And uh, I only took books with me, <laughs> books that I need, yes. yeah, right, references yes. to study. And then the CDs, my CDs collection. Yes, I was looking at that this morning. Right. Amazing. Yeah, so yeah. that was just a part of it. Oh, okay. <laughs> Most of it, I, I, I sold them at the flea market. Okay. There's a flea market, and then we, we were there for many, many weeks. And then, yeah, it was enough. And then um, the school, I founded in 2001. And, of course, against all... You know, my friend said yes. that, what are you going to do here in Indonesia? People don't know yet how to appreciate music. Mm -hmm. So you're going to end up being poor here. Then you, are, you were so wealthy in Europe. And then now you want to, to uh, come back here and start from zero again. Mm -hmm. uh, people in Europe appreciate you and then elsewhere. Yes. Yeah. Uh -huh. You're a professor and you come back here and then nobody wants to, you know. Yeah. And I said, <laughs> okay. I have knowledge, I have faith, yes, and I have God, yes, and I will try. Mm -hmm. Somehow, I felt that these my people need this, yes, right, yes. And then, when I founded the school, there were only two students. <laughs> but it was funny though. One of the parents, one student, he was a very, very. Uh, very nice guy, and then he said that I'm a Buddhist, mm -hmm. and I said, I don't care. You yeah. can be atheist, Buddhist, whatever. You come and study here, and the father came and said, please, please take care of my son. Yes. And I said, why do you trust me? Because I have nothing yet, only classroom. Yes. <laughs> there wasn't even a piano there. Okay. Only a, this whiteboard. Uh-huh. Um, and then he said, yeah, I saw you on television, you're being interviewed, and yeah, I trust you. I think that my son should study with you to grow together until this school develops. Right. So he knows. Yeah, yeah. From nothing becomes something to a big yes, thing. Yes, so absolutely. Yeah. Yep. Mm -hmm. So anyway, I continue with two students, and then gradually the number increased, mm -hmm. and I became famous in Indonesia because it's completely new what I offered. Right. New for them here, right, but right. there's already mm -hmm. like almost 1,000 years in Europe. <laughs> yes, that's true. Right? Yeah. yeah. And... Um, 
uh, people were being hostile but behind my back because a lot of the senior musicians who, were s who are self-taught, mm -hmm. they thought that I came back home, I returned to Indonesia to take away their, their, their work. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but I didn't do anything. I mean, they just refilled themselves, right? Right. And the young people found out that actually they have never really learned anything from them. Yes. So when I came, it's just like a new prophet. Yes. You know, yeah. love and hate. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> okay, so in 2007, I got an offer from the Ministry of Education and Culture mm -hmm. to design the curriculum for Indonesia okay. for music. So I designed, and then I had a team, yes. and now we have this organization, uh, an institute, which is called um, Insti no, National Institution for Music Competency. Yes. Okay, right. I was reading about so, that. And then the exam they can take here at our school, Institute Musik Daya Indonesia, so I'm the, the chairperson of this institute, mm -hmm. which means I give the signatures yeah. <laughs> to <laughs> the, all the certificates. Oh. So that was the time <laughs> when the rumors and all these hostile the, um, remarks everywhere mm -hmm. stopped. Yeah, yeah. So the school is, yes, very unique, and um, the students learn it in the hard way, yeah. according to the Indonesian tradition. Okay. Um, Many of them that they they failed, they were dropped out. Okay. Mm -hmm. And because their mentality, they were not ready for this. Yes. Like studying a lot, yeah. read a lot, and practice mm. every day, mm -hmm. and and not being fed. Yes. Right absolutely. from the spoon. Yes. So they spoon. had to be independent, <laughs> yes. and they had to learn English. They had to learn several mm, foreign language like Latin, mm -hmm. Italian, because mm -hmm. most of the expressions in yeah, music is right. in Italian. That's true, that's true. And they were shocked that why did they have to learn classical music? Mm -hmm. Why did they have to learn Bach and so on and so forth? Mm -hmm. um, well, it's a, the way they studied is exactly the way the students in Europe study music, okay. and that was completely new for them. Yes. But for those who could stand the storm, yes. <laughs> they stayed, <laughs> okay. and they graduated. Yeah. So within this, let's say now it's been 12 years, Yeah. Yeah. we have graduated uh, 25 students, mm -hmm. and they became really somebody here in Indonesia. Yeah, very successful. I played with a couple of your graduate students when we played the mm -hmm. Java Jazz Festival, and I was a guest playing with you, and they were great. They were yeah. just, you know, very adaptable, and um, the type of musicians that listen and mm -hmm. really want to support what's going on around them. And that's, that's incredible. You also have an animal rescue shelter yes. here, too. Um. Um, my sister and myself, we grew up in a half, well, you can say a mini zoo. Mm -hmm. A mini zoo? Yeah, because <laughs> we are both animal lovers. Okay. <laughs> we had ducks. <laughs> Ducks, turtles, yeah, 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 hens, goats, <laughs> dogs, of course, right, yeah, uh, little birds, but they flew free, you know, we didn't put them in the, in the cage, yes, and they always, oh yeah, they're on your shoulder, on my shoulder, on yes, yes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I forgot the name in English, um, first small, yes, oh, 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 you mean the type of bird? Yeah, they look like like a kakadu, but they're very small. Uh, not parrots, because parrots are big. Um, Little, m smaller than parrots. You're asking me? Yeah. <laughs> me, it's morning here, <laughs> and you've been working me like a dog yeah. since I've been here. Uh, let's see. <laughs> <laughs> uh, not... Uh, not sparrows. No, are they? Do they sing? No, no, no sparrows. Sparrow. No, no. They look like a kagadui. And they, but they're really tiny. Very tiny. I'll have to look it up and then right, I'll, yeah. I'll preface it when I do they the little. They fly my room in the house, you know. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Two of them. Uh huh. And we just laughed and dearly. So um, my mom. It was because m our mother, you know, mom, mm. mother. <laughs> that's always changing. Now let's say mom. It's more, more, more intimate. Yes, yes. So uh, my mom used to tell us that, you know, animals are also God creatures. Yeah. You should love them, even the, f you know, fleas. Right, right, uh, Even right. the mosquitoes, you should not kill them because yep. they have soul in there. Yeah. 
Um, and my guardian, and when I was two years old, was a shepherd named Emmy. She always stayed beside oh, wow. me, okay. and yeah. So we loved animals, especially dogs, of course. Yes. Then this school, I had at that time like six dogs. Okay. And then the number increase, of course. <laughs> <laughs> And right. they run free here in the yeah, school. Yeah, I see. They are, yeah. They go into the classroom. Yes. <laughs> Why is it so? Because uh, I, I'm i used to that. In Europe, for instance, the dogs from the teachers, they just run free. Uh-huh. They walk free in, 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 the, in, in the campus. Yeah. So I just thought, I'm doing the same here in Indonesia against all these remarks, you know, from from the Muslims. Yes. Uh, so I told them, look, if you don't like dogs, you just don't come and study here. Right. Period. Right. I'm not going to adapt myself to this. I'm sorry. I must say this is this stupid customs. I said. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. Because uh, anyway, yeah. Don't go yeah. There. Don't go there. No. Don't go there, dearie. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so and also this is the way to teach the students to feel the compassion. Yes. Right. Mm-hmm. And some of the Muslim students, they didn't want to touch the dogs. Mm-hmm. And they said, e haram, you know. Like. Yes, yeah. <laughs> but then one day, they start touching them. Mm-hmm. Oh, they're so cute, they said. Yeah. And then they began to hold them. Yeah. And they asked me one day, Abu, that's how they call me, like, ma'am. Right? Yes, yeah. I have never felt this kind of a feeling before in my life, they said. Why wow. do I like this dog so much? Right. That's what you call compassion. Yes. And agape. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's absolutely. love. That yes. is love. So if you don't have that feeling, I think it would be I- futile, you know, yes. or in vain yes. to study music. You won't feel anything. Absolutely. That's what I told them. It's great. And yeah. since then, wow. Mm-hmm. Whereas with the Christians or the Buddhists uh-huh. here, no problem at all. They love them. Yeah. They put them in the classrooms and and. The, my dogs will be sleeping in the classroom, yeah. as you could <laughs> yeah, see. Seen, yeah, yeah. yeah. So my sister yeah. came, and then so we discussed with one of our students. Um, she's also very much a dog lover. Yeah. So what shall we do now? We should have an organization, a rescue organization. Right, to try to save, yeah. Yeah, because we have the means. We have, we have the car. Yes. And then her husband donated this ambulance. Yeah, right, you yeah, can see. See, yeah, it's incredible. With the cage, with mm. everything that we need to rescue animals, right? Yeah. Mm. Okay, then my sister agreed. She said, okay, I'm going to be the organizer and I'm going to do this street feeding and rescuing. And at that time, there was a big flood here in Jakarta, yeah. right? Due okay. Due uh-huh. to the city. Raining, raining, raining for three months. And uh-huh. It was of severe weather. And so we named our organization Daya Animal Rescue. So abbreviation is DARE. <laughs> oh, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah, and then yeah. we work together, collaborate with this international um, international organization, Animal Defender. Okay, yeah. So mm-hmm. and then we are now planning also to collaborate wi- with YSPA. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And maybe, maybe I'm going to write to PETA. Okay. Pita. Pe- yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Yeah. Well, I yeah. think that's amazing that you you do that and you're um, you um, ex- expose the students to all parts of life that are yes. necessary for us to be able to be uh, giving musicians. Mm-hmm. You know, and and that's that's like really amazing. I like that. And uh, you also do something. I think you were telling me where. Um, the students go out and they uh, donate clothes or they feed. They yes. They, yes, once a month. It is a tradition, and I made it a tradition here. Well, I don't say it obligation, a tradition. Mm-hmm. To uh, give them this sense of social responsibility. Yeah, yeah. I always tell them that, you know, all these talents that you have, it's just, it's not um, not something that you own. Yeah. Yeah. You borrow that. Yeah. You borrow that from God. Uh-huh. So when God gives you something, yeah, you should return it by giving something to someone else mm-hmm. while you can. Yes. Not when you don't have anything to eat and then you give your last rice right, uh, right. To, to someone. That's not helping us. Yeah. 
And so once a month, we collect. Mm -hmm. Doesn't matter how much they donate, you know. Yeah. Every student's here. Maybe just 20 cents or one cent wow. or five cents. Doesn't yeah. matter. Yeah. But when everybody donate. Yes. Then there will be a enough sum. Yeah, absolutely. To buy, for instance, a rice mm -hmm. package mm -hmm. that they distribute on the street for the poor people. Yes. For the beggars. Right, right. And then to the to the the, the elderly house mm -hmm. where they buy milk and toothpaste. Right, right. Everything right, what the they the need. The essential things for them right. to. Yeah, yeah. The 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 noodles uh -huh. that they can cook themselves. <laughs> yes, yes. So. And then uh, orphanage children, mm -hmm. and then I even uh, made that an obligation that the students here must teach in one of these institutions or yes. the elderly house. Wherever, oh yeah, yeah. To practice their music pedagogy. Yes. So, like Titi, our first generation, you know her, mm -hmm, the drummer yes. who accompanied yeah, you. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. She and the bass player mm -hmm. at that time, they went, I told them to go to the orphanage children. There was a Catholic orphanage mm -hmm. uh, house. Yeah. And they, they, they gave music lesson there for free for six months. Wow. So they came back with tears. Yeah. So then I told them, so now you know yeah. what yeah. it is, the compassion. I said, yeah. You know how it is, the giving. Mm -hmm. Yes, we were so <laughs> grateful that we experienced it. That's what they say. Yeah. See, that's the interesting thing. This is a, one of the reasons why I think this school is so unique because, um, you know, so many schools set up uh, um, a curriculum on a program and it's just kind of rote and nobody really thinks about what education is. Um, and it's not just giving students information, but it's also uh, helping them discover um, the the life information yes. you know the universal information that's in them so now you you are you it, it seems like you've been doing a lot of administrative uh, work and teaching and things like that and then just I think about four years ago maybe you you returned to performing so you're performing more than you used to now what persuaded you to to return to going back to performing more well I started about a year ago mm -hmm. the first year I came home. I already promised to myself, I have been a performing artist for so many years. Mm -hmm. I traveled a lot. Yeah. I wouldn't say that I've seen everything. No, no, I've seen that much. But enough to say that this is enough for me. Yeah. Like New York, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Australia, <laughs> and Europe, Western Europe mostly. So I promised to myself, okay, I'm going to be in a behind the stage now. Okay. So I would like to see the young students and expose them uh -huh. to the real life of being a musician. Yeah. Mm, then, long story in short, one of my students, who is now a very famous plastic surgeon. Oh, yes. He has his own clinic. Yes. You know him. Yeah, Dr. Tompy. Yeah, the <laughs> Dr. Tompy. <laughs> and then um, he's also a famous singer here in Indonesia. Mm -hmm. Well, everyone basically in Indonesia knows him. Yeah, no, I see when girls I run <laughs> up, want to have yeah, pictures yeah. taken and stuff. When yeah. I walk <laughs> with him, and then I better disappear because I say, wow, <laughs> it's not safe to be with him anyway. See? Right, right. <laughs> okay, so um, or actually, uh, four years ago, around four years ago, he came up to me, and after he married, and then now he has three children, he said that I should go public. Uh huh. And I told him no, I don't want to go public anymore. Right. Why? I mean, you know, you can accelerate your mission yes. by go public, yes. by going public. Mm -hmm. That's what he said. Okay. And I told him that I do not wish to travel around anymore. It's tiring. And I did this when you were not even born. Right. Yet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, did we all? Right? <laughs> right? This is your time, not mine. <laughs> so let me stay behind the scene. Okay. Uh, we call it here the gray eminence, right? Yes, the gray eminence. <laughs> So he said, no, no, Ka. Uh, he called me sister, okay. elder sister, you know, okay. Ka. No, no, you can't. He happened to be also the person who came from, who is from Aceh. Okay. So from where my father comes okay, from. Okay, yeah, so yeah. That's why we also got close because we both have this, the same ethnic background. Okay, okay. From my father's side. Yeah. Okay. My mother is from North Sulawesi. Okay. 
okay. And then, no, no, no. I said, no. And then he said, yes, no, yes, no. It's <laughs> been going on like this. No, come on, let's make a recording. No, no, no. I always said no. And then uh, last year, he came more often and really bugging me with this. Uh, mm-hmm. Look, Indonesia must know who you are. That's what he said. Because you are a national asset and you must go public. I said, yes. don't, don't make me feel so, so, you know. Right, right. Don't boost my <laughs> ego with that. <laughs> right? Right, right. When he said I'm a national asset. Right, right. Uh-huh. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> yes, right? yes, yes, yes. So I have to admit, I'm just a human being. Right. And that make me feel, you know, big head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ooh. <laughs> No, 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 I'm not going. And then one day he came, please. And then he made the statement, which was so reasonable to me. Look, why don't you just stop talking, he said. Start showing. Wow. That's what he said. And that made me really think, right? Right. I've been talking and I've been doing a lot, but I didn't show. So I knew immediately what he meant by showing is that Showing the people yes. how you can play, yeah. how you can perform. Absolutely. Not showing how you can teach. Right, right. You have been talking too much. That's right. what said. <laughs> Teaching. You right, know. right. I got now it. show what you can do yes. in order for them to, you know, to awaken that desire in them to study music. That's yes. what he said. Exactly. You can right. accelerate that mm-hmm. by showing them how. Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> I agree. Come on, let's found a band. He said. Mm-hmm. And we call it doctor and the professor. Yes. <laughs> Why so? I asked him. Yeah, because I'm a doctor and you're the professor. Uh, yeah, and, and it was so weird because when I r- saw the ads when you guys started playing and the posters and I kept saying, the doctor, why Why did they call themselves that, you know? <laughs> and then it all of a sudden it clicked. Oh, yes, because Debbie's a professor and yeah. he's a doctor. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty and cool. <laughs> and he said then, and the two are the nurses. Right? Uh, yes, yeah. <laughs> 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 the, the drummer and the bass player. <laughs> so we played, and then we had a lot of gigs. And um, after performing on the television, a lot of people were so surprised. And I can say that around 100,000 comments. Yeah. Yeah, more than that. Wow. On the internet, on yes. the YouTube, I was very surprised because... Uh, they became my fan all of a sudden, all yeah. these young people. Yeah, yeah. And they said that they have never seen, but this is this is what they said. Okay? Right, right, right. And, mm-hmm. and of course, that made me very happy. Yes. They said they have never seen someone playing piano like that before. Yeah. And yeah. it's like a, like a defined being came down to earth and playing that kind yeah, of, yeah, that, yeah. that way. Yeah, exactly. And I was so surprised. Mm-hmm. And then I asked them why, yeah, because the way you play with your left hand and right, you play in an orchestra with the piano yes. and stuff like that. Yes. Okay, that was not the point, but the point is that a lot of young people now wanted to study music because Yes, and that's, that's the whole point, and he proved that point, yeah. is to show people what is possible. Wow. So, um... So did you actually did get a chance to um, demonstrate and yeah. you know and you and Dot. So, you know, uh, Debbie, it's always so amazing to play with you and uh, and it's also great to see you. I've, I've spent two weeks this time as opposed to a few days, and I'm not sick this time. <laughs> um, you know, there's nothing that you cannot play, and you know, um, Dr. Tompi was right. You know, you have this ability to really play all kinds of genres of music and you have uh, you do it with a freshness and an intensity and of course that really quirky amazing <laughs> sense of humor that I like of yours um, and also you're one of the busiest women I know you're always working on some kind of major project or usually it's two or three projects at once uh, now what are you right now what are you working on I know you're um, okay we're preparing though to record orchestra music in Germany. So we will be flying next week, okay. Wednesday, precisely to Lut- Ludwigsburg near Stuttgart. Okay. And this is a project which is funded by the Minister of Trade okay. Okay. from Indonesia. Mm-hmm. So why this project? Because uh, he is now running for president. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's campaigning. Okay, he has yeah. started already. Okay. And he himself is a pianist. Oh. A passionate right. jazz pianist. You know. <laughs> um, 
Actually, he he told me one time when we had a meeting for this project, he said that uh, he received scholarship, full scholarship, to study the Juilliard School. Oh, okay. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But then his mother told him that he was not allowed to come back to return to Indonesia okay. if he graduated in the state as a musician. Really? Yeah, because they were worried at that time, okay? He's about my age. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So well, they just thought that what would he do being yes. a musician? Yeah, I think every, every parent. <laughs> Although they love, they, they love music, <laughs> that's what he said. Right, right. And so better study business first, and then after that you can do whatever you want. Okay. So after, then, then he went to Harvard. Okay. So he did it, he had two majors, mm-hmm. and now he's a minister, right? Oh wow! Yeah. <laughs> and so he told us that that he would like to support, and so I started arranging Indonesian traditional songs yes. and children's songs. Okay. So basically, it's Indonesian songs. Uh huh. Uh huh. And arranged and orchestrated. A form of the full orchestra. Okay. So okay. some of them would sound a bit like Mozart concerto. Yes, yes. And some of them were like a salsa big band. Yeah, so wow. So I make it the music of Indonesia of the 21st century. Okay, and okay. Some kind of an innovative way of arranging and orchestrating traditional music. Okay, and now you're also gonna you're also taking some students here too. Yes, right? yes. One of my graduates, yes. she's my copyist, yes. so she's the one who really <laughs> correct all the, the score, hard. <laughs> and for her, it's very good to also study, and then now she began to understand, that's what she told me recently, after studying my arrangement, now I understand you even better, that's what she said. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. the way you think, uh-huh. and she said that she's so proud to be the graduate from this school, wow. and she would like to continue and with her new ideas i said i hope that one day you will become the the principal or director of this school i said wow wow marini yes yes head of the bass department yes yes yes, she's a very good arranger and orchestrator herself okay and then that is the project okay that i'm working on okay then i am now finishing the last piece okay because I just ran out of uh, the idea. Right. <laughs> 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 but it's not so easy, you know, when you when you, you when you have to arrange a, a song that has a simple form. Yes. No A A B A. Okay. You just repeat like a, like a poem. Yeah. I give you one example. This is a Middle Javanese children's song, okay. a game song. Okay. So it goes. That's all. Yeah. And repeat it, repeat yeah, it, repeat well, again. Uh, That's the melody. Okay. And I arrange it into the. Can you imagine? The yes, yes, music. yes. I, well, I can't imagine. That's why. <laughs> That's why you do it, and I don't. <laughs> <laughs> so it kinds of uh, yeah, like like. They say it here. Yeah, kind of um, John Williams magic. Yes, yeah, like yeah, that. okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Fantasy music, you see. Yeah, yeah. And so I arrange it in a way that you can really hear how the children run around. Uh huh. Yeah, use yeah. the instruments, you know. How yeah, yeah. Flute. But in a different way, more, more, more. Um, in a way that it would be also new for the Germans to play. <laughs> yes, exactly, exactly, yeah. 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 Uh, it's wow, the same pattern, it, it's more rhythmical, and uh, they do that, 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 ding, 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 Yeah, the German, usually, they play, ding, 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 ding. Right, exactly. Binary. Right, right. has more this dance group in it. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, it's so interesting. When you think about... Uh, your life and mm. the things that uh, you embarked on, like leaving, you know, uh, you, you traveled when you were young, but moving from um, your country and living in another country. And, and that, for some people, um, can be like a really scary kind of a thing because it's always the unknown. And then moving into all the different uh, phases of your artistry as composing and then mm. starting the school seems like that would be such an amazing challenge but also a frightening kind of uh, challenge too because it's you know you're literally starting a school that may get the support and may not get the support and um, 
So I, I have a lot of a lot of respect for you and all that you've done and all that you're still doing and that kind of courage, determined courage that you always show in in behind your projects and your students and that's that's very admirable and and um, I'm just. Uh, I'm impressed, and I hope that I can kind of, you know, <laughs> live up to, <laughs> I don't know, I, I, you'd have to work a lot, work a lot, and you do work a lot, and you're very, very disciplined. Uh, so, uh, okay, now, are you ready to walk down into the basement with me here at Tales from the Jazz Side? <laughs> <laughs> Okay. All right. So here's the first question. Tell us about someone that you've worked with who was a little frightening to you, but in a good way. Well, that's quite difficult. Yes. Because <laughs> nobody has frightened me so far. Oh, that's fine. Yeah. 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 As far as I can recall, not maybe not frightening, but... Uh, Strange. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Strange. It'll make you, you know, a little nervous or a little, you know, this is odd. Yeah, that we could go with that. Okay, that was a bass player uh -huh. in Freiburg. He kept coming to my um, apartment and every day, every single day, uh -huh. until I thought that maybe he was attracted to me. Right. right? <laughs> but he had a, a, a wife. And he was never romantically somehow, right, right. you know, yes. that kind of a flirtatious approach. No, yeah, yes. he wanted me to play piano in his band. Wow. And he was being so intrusive. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> to the point that I just want to punch his face. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> All right, yeah, no, that's a good one. That's, that's a great, yeah, that applies. Yeah, yeah that could be a frightening uh, kind of. Yeah, kind that was during my study in Freiburg. I okay. can remember so far. And and then um, <laughs> one night we rehearsed, and finally I agreed, okay, okay, so just to make him stop, you know. Yes. Stop bugging me. Right. So I went to the rehearsal rooms with him, and then he wanted us to, to play He Ain't Heavy, He's My Oh, <laughs> really? <laughs> and then he played the wrong chord. Oh. And I told him, look, uh, we played it in G, right? Uh -huh. And I said, it, it, it's not B, it's a C. Right. It's right. a subdominant, it's a C. Right. It's a bridge. Yeah. No, shh. He said, shh. Really? Even my mom never did that to me, you know. Shh. Wow. I said, how dare you? <laughs> <laughs> It's a C. Yes, yes. Shh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. So I, I was just laughing. I just said, he'll find out. Yes. But finally he played, and I told him it's a C, and then he goes to B, yes. and, then, and, then, and then he goes to D minor, yes. and uh -huh. then it's a C again, it's a B, and then E minor. Yes. And then it's an A7, right? Uh -huh. And it's C over D. Yes. And then, oh, no, no, no. Yeah, 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 yeah. Then he played. Continue playing his wrong chord, uh -huh. and then he realized it was wrong. Yes. Then he looked at me, <laughs> and then in my head I was like, nah, nah, I told you. Right. He was so embarrassed. At yeah, that. yeah. So this one was really. It was like a weird yeah, experience. Not frightening, but, but I just thought that how can a person like this exist in this world? You know, right, right, right. And that's <laughs> and frightening. And become a musician. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that's frightening. Okay. Right. Um, okay, so now the next question. What is the scariest work uh, in any medium? Like, say, for instance, a painting, a photograph, a book, movie, radio broadcast that you've encountered that, that was, like, kind of scary. Um, do you have anything like that? As I said, scary, maybe not scary, but... Mm. Not used to? 
because yeah. I was never really scared or frightened with uh, something or someone. I always consider everything as what's next, right, what's right, the challenge, right, right? Right, But even in a movie, have you ever, do you think oh, of you anything that's that scary? Like yeah, like a scary movie, you go, I'm not going to Oh, yeah, yes, yes. Okay, yes, yeah, so which one? Yeah, that, <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. That's something else. Yes. <laughs> not concerning my work, but it's my experience. Yes, right? your experience with like, you know, I can tell you. TV show or something. If you <laughs> ask that, I can tell you. In Switzerland, I was watching a movie together with my friend. Yes. I thought that I have seen horror movies, but never scary. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know that something else is going to come out of that window. Right, right. <laughs> and ping, 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 yeah. something walking. Yeah. And ah! Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Somehow, I always felt it always predictable. Yes, yeah. But this time, I tell you, that was a movie. It's called Changeling. Oh, and yes. And the main cast was George C. Scott. Yes, George C. Scott with yeah. the kid in the wheelchair. Right. Yes. I just thought, okay, in the beginning when he was in the telephone yes. Yes. cabin <laughs> and then the car was, you know, that accident. <laughs> yes. Okay, well, it's not that horror. Yeah, yeah. Not scary. But then when the piano key. Oh. <laughs> and it's like, ding. And you could not see the ghost. Yes. So the first time in my life to watch a movie where you can't see the ghost. Yes. Yes. Right? Uh-huh. I used to see Dracula when I was in the right. elementary school, uh, Christopher Lee. Right, right, It right, was right. not scary. Right, and right, was right, like, right. yeah, <laughs> there's blood in her t- on his teeth again, you know. My sister and I were just, yeah, he's sucking blood again. <laughs> Even my mom would come into the room and say, oh, right, right. you don't look like Christopher Lee that we always right, right, say. Right, right. So... After seeing that, and then when the whole hour we didn't see anything except that movement here, and yes, right? Yes. And then when we, I saw that kid uh-huh. coming out of the water in the oh. bathtub and this banging, boom, yes. boom. Yes. I tell you at the end, <laughs> I could not sleep for two weeks. <laughs> for two weeks. Just for that, m- because I watched that movie. Right, right. That was right. really scary. Yeah. But that's not the scariest part of my life. No, but that's like definitely for movies when you, you think, I always like uh, scary movies and scary novels. Oh, I have a more scary, I mean, uh, I mean, really scary experience. Yes. Yeah, okay. Yeah. It's sure. even worse. Oh, please tell I us. I could not sleep without, I sleep without light for yes. two years okay oh two years yeah. okay yeah tell us tell us please <laughs> well it's very long story i'll make it very short okay we were friends six of us okay yes uh-huh. six of us yes uh-huh. italian swiss guy um swiss and then a thai girl okay so all of us we were good friends uh-huh. one of our friend best friend passed away okay and she's from um, santa cruz okay and you know all this macumba and and voodoo stuff and yes, blah blah. Yes, so uh-huh. I think that she was uh, somebody put a spell on her. Oh, okay. Very heavy, because she was coughing all the time, and uh-huh. the doctor couldn't find out why was what she was the cause. Yeah, yeah. And we from Indonesia, of course, we have all this shamanism yes. and and this you know praying to the trees yes, and, yes. and the ghost <laughs> will come and then give fortune. Right, right. Okay. So uh, me, I thought that I could do that and then just invite my friends and come on. Uh-huh. Uh, you were there in the apartment. You remember the kitchen? Oh, yes. In Sperstrasse? Yes. That kitchen. Sperstrasse 8. And that happened <laughs> actually a couple months after you left. Oh, wow. Right. You wow. know in the attic? Uh-huh. Yes, I do. Yeah, yes. okay. So I called on with this. And, and that was full moon. Yes. To call her. Yes. To tell us what happened with her. Oh. And you know what? Yeah. Since that night, we couldn't sleep because I was haunted by so many spirits in that room. Really? I could feel it. Wow. And all uh, my friends, they <laughs> said that also they couldn't sleep. Yes. And the worst thing happened to our Thai friend. Uh-huh. She said that she could see on the ceiling that something something was, was like there and yeah. hanging oh, and looking wow. at her. Wow. Yeah. And then uh, I stayed overnight on the first floor at South because yes, yes, I couldn't sleep because <laughs> it was flow, uh, flying around in, in, in my apartment. Wow. I could feel it. Wow. <laughs> but they didn't dare to come close to me. Right, right. So anyway, long and short, after that, and then we contacted a paranormal uh, person who was an expert in that, and he said that we opened the gate 
and the gate was right there at the corner of my bedroom. Oh. And we didn't know how to send them back. Oh, yeah. So yeah. the moment I called, he said that there were hundreds of them oh. who came because they thought that, okay, I can be, I can get into uh, some someone's, you know, yeah, and mm. to control the body. Oh, yes, yes, exactly. Like, yeah, and yeah, that possess, happened. possess the person. And yeah. that happened because uh, one of our friends, when we were doing the seance, you know, yeah, so-called uh -huh. seance, uh -huh. wannabe, okay? <laughs> right, right, wannabe um, seance. The first time in my life I saw that chair, you know, when where my friend was sitting yeah. on it, uh -huh. the Swiss woman. Yeah. It went like this. Yeah, like it moved. It, it moved. was floating on the air. Oh, wow. Uh, all, all five of us were really <laughs> shocked. You know, what happened to us? This yes, is like yes. in a movie. Right, exactly. It's yeah. like in a movie. And yeah. you, you don't know what you've called forth. Exactly. Yeah. So, so <laughs> it took us two years to recover. Wow. So that's a real ghost story. That's a yeah. real scary story. Yeah. So far, no one has given us a real scary story. So, of course, as unique as you are, you have to be the first to do so. <laughs> um Wow, yeah, I, I, uh, oh, okay, uh, so let me, before I get scared, because then I, I probably won't be able to sleep, um, what is the scariest thing, this is the last question, what is the scariest thing that has ever happened to you while performing live? You know, like something that would happen, and you're just like, oh, okay, oh, what am I going to do, what, you know, what, what's happening here, what am I going to do, you know, like, it, it kind of, maybe not scares you where you, yeah, petrified, but yeah, yes, yes. yeah. Well, actually, it happened after the performance. Okay. Uh, I was disappointed mm, and worried. Okay. Uh, what have I done, you know? Uh -huh. What did I play? And yeah, yeah, and yeah. Ah, <laughs> it was not nice. Yes. And so, so I went backstage and mm -hmm. I started to not really crying. I mean, I was more like a, a wild animal. So, serious lamenting. Yeah, yeah lamenting. <laughs> and, oh, God. What are, oh, that's what happened. And then um, the, the other band member <laughs> like, what happened to her? We have never seen her crying right, before. Right. Right? So I'm, I'm not going to play anymore, you know. I've never been this worse in my right, life. I have right. never played like this before. And then, yeah, I'm so ashamed and yeah. I'm embarrassed. And yeah, yeah. So that was really an experience for me, and I, at that time, I really did not want to touch piano anymore. Oh, interesting. And I didn't. For one year, I was frustrated, and then I just thought that, how come I have learned, and then I've studied so long, and then I embarrassed myself in just one night. You know? Right, right, right. That is really uh, a scary thing, and it mm -hmm. is connected to performance. So. Right. Uh, wow. Well, you know what, Debbie? Teramakasi so much thank you so much for doing this show i really appreciate it um debbie and i are going to be doing a little jam session tonight with uh, the students right. that uh we've been working with that i've been working with in the master classes and the one-on-ones and we're calling it chilling with v and friends right so it's going to be great and um once again you know it is just so great to be here. We're in the school right now, and uh, we're in the what we call the piano room, right? Right. Uh, and so I was hoping that we didn't get, all of a sudden, everybody decides they're going to practice the drums, the piano, <laughs> the bass, <laughs> and everything all at once. Uh, but it was great, and I've had a wonderful time here, and we're going to definitely have you back so we can do some other things. You can tell us more yes. scary stories. I would also like to uh, thank you very much, and it's uh, such an honor to be here in the, your show. Oh. Yes, yes. <laughs> I I would like to promote this as well, so that they should really listen to the podcast, and, right? Yes. And do yeah. you want to say something to the students or anybody who's listening that is Indonesian, as you say, Indonesian, mm. um, in in you know your native, not your native, your native tongue is all these languages, which <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty impressed that you can speak. But you know, a little special message to them uh, who who will be listening. Well, it's only a short message. I always tell them that study so nobody can fool you. Yes. Oh, that's brilliant. That's brilliant. So anyway, thank you again. Terima kasih. Sama-sama terima kasih, Veronica. Senang sekali ada di Indonesia dan semoga bisa cepat kembali lagi ke sini. Yes. Right? Yes. May you come back here again. Yes, oh, definitely. Yeah, and I got to be ready to play the piano when I do. That's what I made a promise. 
Uh, oh, yeah, another thing I would like to also mention that Veronica and I went to Borobudur. Oh, yes. The, the largest ancient, Buddhist temple yes, in the world. Absolutely. And, and I had the greatest time. And, and even though Debbie works me so hard here, I had, <laughs> at, least, I had at least one day off, which was <laughs> worth it. It was so worth it. So, uh, But anyway, thanks again. And um, that wraps it up for us on Tales from the Jazz Side. The jazz side is always there, waiting for us to enter and waiting to enter us. So, until next time, unplug your ear holes, for you never know what worlds may be waiting for you. <laughs>